Good morning to each one. Greetings in Jesus' name. Welcome to the house of God and the assembly of Church of God. It's good to be here with you all and to sing. Sorry about that last song. I guess I didn't know it as well as I thought I did either. Um, but the reason I picked it was because I was just looking over some songs this morning and that one um, went really well with what I had to talk about. And I guess, yeah, sort of know it. <laughs> Let me just turn there real quick. It is um, taken out of, pretty directly out of Psalms uh, 116, 12 through 14, 18, and 19. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup, the cup of salvation, and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows, will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord house, Lord's house, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. He has given us many benefits today. So I would like um, for this little meditation opening for us to, I would like to draw our hearts toward God and just think about him. Um, I would like for each of us to individually just take time and think about all the goodness that he has wrought toward us and put forth effort into looking at the Father. Think about him and what makes us desire to serve him and why we worship him. Why did we sing this morning? Just because it's fun? Is there deep cause for why we worship him, why we praise him? There's another song, um, actually right across the page from when we sang. O Lord, enlarge our scanty thought. I don't think we know this, in, or I don't at least. To know the wonders thou hast wrought, unloose our stammering tongues to tell thy love immense, unsearchable. That stood out to me because the title is, O Lord, enlarge our scanty thought. We want God to um, enlarge our thoughts and help us to think about him. So I'd like to talk about uh, thankfulness and gratitude today. Um, and I liked Dad's approach um, last Sunday about asking questions. And... Um, I think good understanding comes from asking the right questions. I'm not saying these are right quest all the right questions, but just some that I thought of. Thankfulness, what is it? It's a basic question. Is it an action? Is it an attitude? Is it something that's natural to us? Does it just depend on personality. If you're a thankful person, that's your personality, and if you're not, that's your personality too. Um, there was 
it was pretty simple uh, in dictionary, like just in generic dictionary, what thankfulness is or gratitude. A feeling of appreciation felt by the recipient of a good or kindness. And most of the time, likewise, returning good favor back to the giver of those things. That's what gratitude, thankfulness is. And it is something that normally takes two people or two things, yeah, usually people, or God and us, because um, it's something you receive. It's a benefit toward you. You know, if we're all by ourselves, um, yeah, I don't even know how that would work, because <laughs> we have so much that we are given. We are actually given everything, all our life and being. In him we have our life and being. I think that was brought up uh, Wednesday night on our, in our Bible study. Thankfulness is always a benefit received by another. All gratitude or thankfulness is um, the definition that I gave. But I would like to make two little distinctions. Um, the one between us and God and another between um, us and other people or other things. I guess I'm just thinking of, most of the time it's between us and people. I guess that's what I'm going to be referring to. You know, sometimes you can be thankful that um, something worked out or that the wrench you picked out fit the bolt. <laughs> um, that doesn't last very long usually. There's something very little. But yeah, I wanted to talk about um, thankfulness to God and thankfulness to people. And with that, I'd like to ask another question. How does thankfulness express itself? What is the outcome of thankfulness? How is it seen or perceived? Thankfulness or gratitude toward God and praise are almost inseparable. They seem like they're two in one. Because if you think about it... um, how can you praise God without being thankful toward him? You're feeling, um, hopefully we don't feel grumpy or discontent with God, but if we do, we probably don't feel like praising him. We probably won't praise him. There needs to be some basis of thankfulness and gratitude to praise God. Psalms 116, 12 through 19 What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, uh, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people in the courts of the Lord's house. In the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. That's what that song was that we had sung. We see um, there's a lot in this passage. We see um, that thankfulness talks a lot about thankfulness being a sacrifice. I'll get into more of that again later. 
thankfulness being a sacrifice. Uh, so I was wondering if we could have something a little bit different. <laughs> um, it does include the youth. I was wondering if they would want to come up and sing a song for us. Um, 1015. Now thank we all our God with heart and soul and voices, I believe that's what it is. We thank thee, Lord. We bow before thy sacred throne. Would you like to do that? Why don't you come up here and we can receive from that song. <laughs> you can stand back here. Thank you so much for doing that. It encourages me. I can just tell you used to come up and sing a song, and you do it <laughs> beautifully. It's great. We thank thee, Lord, we bow before thy sacred throne. Why? To praise thee for thy love so kind and true. It's one of the biggest, or the basics of, the, of his gift, gifts toward us, is his love so kind and true. 
and he hears our prayers when we call on him, his answer speaks with courage to inspire our hearts. Although we must walk through trouble or trials, think of uh, what it said in, in Psalms, precious in the Lord is the death of his saints. Although we must walk through those things, thou wilt protect us and his right hand will guide us. Eternal Lord, intervene in our behalf. Thy great goodness never fails. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank thee, Lord. We thank the Lord for all of his benefits. So thankfulness to God um, in my studies was very closely connected with praise, as I had said before. And... Yeah, basically inseparable. Separable. So then, what does it mean to praise God? If thankfulness basically equals praise, what does it mean to praise God? In Hebrews, it says, By him, by Jesus, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise continually, perpetually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. It just kind of seems like it goes in circles. Praise is thanks and thanks giving to God is um, praise to him. (laughs) Another question, why should we be thankful? Or maybe that is not the right question to ask, why not be thankful? (laughs) Maybe that's a better question. Because nothing that we have, we did not, nothing that we have We did not receive. Am I saying that right? We received everything that we have from God. Every good and perfect, every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In James, where we studied on Wednesday night as well, in Acts 17, says, For in him we live and move and have our being. We are commanded to be thankful in many places, uh, especially in the New Testament, it says to be thankful. Well, even in the Old Testament, in Psalms, it says lots about being thankful and about how that David was thankful to the Lord. And that means that it is possible to be thankful, even if we're feeling sad or discouraged. And that, I guess, is one of the promises of being thankful, the promises of the commandment, To be thankful is that we can be thankful. It's possible to be thankful, to have gratitude in our hearts. Colossians 3 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. There's a commandment. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. It says it again, give thanks to God and the Father by Jesus. Um, In Psalms 100, it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. And bless his name. Yes, there is a commandment. Again, be thankful unto him and bless his name. That's one requirement that um, 
is required of us to come into God's presence, into his courts. I was thinking about that. What actually is that? Like, aren't we always in God's presence? Aren't we always, isn't God present everywhere and in our hearts? Um, it'd be interesting to look into that sometime. But it says to come into his courts with praise, thanksgiving, and be thankful unto him. Maybe that means that we're just supposed to be thankful all the time, if we're in his presence all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I said already that it, praise, it refers to praise as a sacrifice quite a few different times. In Psalms, it also says, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. I guess that's a sacrifice of thanksgiving, not necessarily um, the word praise. And declare his works with rejoicing. So what causes us to be thankful? I think it's, um, there are many individual things that cause us to be thankful, or have gratitude in our hearts, when we actually see and understand what God has, God has done for us and let it sink into our hearts. Meditate on his goodness. That is when we feel gratitude. We should feel gratitude welling up in our hearts. I believe it will come if we take time to ponder and meditate on God. It is calmly. Praise is calmly. It's beautiful for the believer. So to both God and man... Is gratitude or thankfulness just a nonchalant, like, thank you, but, you know, it could have been better, or <laughs> some, something like that attitude, is it a nonchalant acknowledgement of something good? I don't really see it that way. It seems like gratitude is a heartfelt um, expression of some kind, some way, um, this genuine and not um, feigned or tinted with selfishness, but it just comes out and is displayed to others. And you don't have to have the personality of thankfulness or of gratitude. Um, it's not a personality trait. You don't have to be, in order, you don't have to have the personality trait of being um, thankful or you have know, to have the personality trait of being expressive to, in order to show your appreciation about something or about someone. About being thankful. It's something we all should work on. And maybe, um, maybe it does come more natural for some people. Um, but it's something that we're all commanded to do. The only thing that is required is a genuine, unfeigned display of your appreciation, of your thankfulness. You know, it seems like um, sometimes we're dealing with people in the world and it feels like, oh, they're just, I don't know, I'd call it gushy, like they're just always, oh, this is so beautiful and I just, just thank you so much for this and that, especially, you know, on social media or some distant platform like that, um, even in real life. But I don't think that they have the they can, they can be truly thankful, um, but I'll know that they have the 
um, the true gratefulness and the source of that true thankfulness. Now, I don't know if it's always genuine. I'd like to make it look good on the outside, but we need to be genuine. We need to have it from our hearts. There's an attitude felt from the innermost part of us, and most of the time is shown in some degree to the giver. It always benefits someone, either us personally. Yeah, it does benefit us personally. Um, Sometimes it's just us, pretty much. Um, If we can express it in some way, it benefits the other person or God and helps the well-being of everyone involved. I would like to look at Luke 17. You can turn it there with me. Luke 17, uh, verse 11. And we will go down through verse 19. This is about the ten lepers and how Jesus healed them. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. So, um, Jerusalem is... I guess I could draw a little bit here. Um, draw a rough drawing of um, Israel. So Jerusalem is like here somewhere. And what were the other towns? Mr. Samaria and Galilee. Quickly look something up here. Oh, here. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Galilee was like way up here somewhere. I'm not sure if it's in Jerusalem, I can't quite tell from this place. Um, I think it might be. I wasn't sure if I was going to draw this, so I'm not it's prepared. So Samaria, it's like up here somewhere, and then Galilee. No, this is Galilee, I think. And then Samaria, we're down here somewhere. So he, it was a pretty long journey, it seemed like. So he came down here. And was going to Jerusalem. And on his way, he met ten lepers. I don't know if everybody knew about these lepers or not. Or if he knew about them. But I guess there's a chance that they had no idea. Jesus had no idea that they were there. And I don't know. They must have heard about Jesus somewhere because it says that they... As he entered into a certain village, there met him ten lepers, which stood afar off. So they were standing far off from him, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. So somehow they knew that he was Jesus. And the only thing they said was, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. 
It seemed like that was the only thing that they needed to say, have mercy on us, and Jesus basically healed them. He did require them to take action on their part, to have faith. They, you know, like they could, they could have said, why do we need to go show ourselves to the priest? I'm not doing that. I'm a leper. I'm not, um, I am not clean to go show myself to the priest. And they wouldn't have got healed, I don't think. But they did that, all ten of them, that as they went, it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And then all the ten lifted up their voice. He must have still been far off. He cried with loud voice and glorified God. But then he came close and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So that's what brought me to this verse. This one Samaritan came back and gave God thanks. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, unto him, Arise, go thy way, that faith hath made thee whole. It's a beautiful, um, beautiful realization that Jesus... Can you imagine, like, well, being a leper and being cleansed, but then when he saw you cleansed, he was cleansed. He came back and talked to Jesus, and Jesus said that faith has made thee whole. I wonder if he was talking about um, more than just physically. It might have been more um, in his heart, in his spirit. Born again. That faith has made thee whole. And so Jesus wants to make us whole in our hearts. He wants us. He will make us whole. Um, John F. Kennedy, he has um, a couple pretty popular quotes, quite a few. The one, actually there's two common ones about gratitude. He says, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not uttered in words, not expressed in words, but to live by them. It's not simply to utter words, but to live by the words that we say. I think it's what he's saying. <clears throat> that was on a, um, Thanksgiving back in, 19, in the 1960s. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. And as we receive blessings, so that would apply from us to God and also to each other. But as we receive blessings from God and our hearts grow in gratitude toward him, that should uh, fill our cup and let it overflow toward others. Think about that song. Fill our cup and let it overflow. Thankfulness toward man also expresses itself, but not in necessarily the praise aspect. It does. I mean, you can praise someone. I guess I'm thinking not in the worship aspect. Um, I guess the title for my little meditation is Worshiping Gratitude. That's what this leper did. He fell at Jesus' feet and gave him thanks. And I believe he was worshiping Jesus. So, 
um, showing thankfulness toward man doesn't express itself in that way specifically, but um, maybe more reciprocating, like-mannered goodwill. In recent um, studies, it seems like, or in, in modern theology, in um, psychology, and you know the study of, I guess I don't know the exact definition, but the study of personal behavior and why people do the things they do, whatever. Um, they have recently been studying into the attitude of gratitude, attitude of gratefulness, and the benefits of positive thinking. Multiple studies have shown that um, the attitude of thankfulness can do numerous things. Um, it helps. It increases the well-being of all the people involved, especially you know if we are thankful, we can express that thankfulness to others, and it uh, helps their well-being. And just simply, if even if we keep it to ourselves and are grateful in our hearts towards someone that gratefulness will change us and the other person will be benefited from that, I believe. It can decrease symptoms of depression. And according to Cicero, it is not only the greatest of, these, of the virtues, but the parent of all others. I don't know if that's um, exactly how it is. Um, that's a quote that he has just... Um, Somebody actually that lived before Christ um, is like 50 A.D. No, B.C. 50 B.C. And he was a governor of Cilicia. So that was like, a, I think above Jerusalem somewhere. The governor of that um, of that town until somebody, I guess, over him or somebody against him had him beheaded. I'm not sure why. But the Bible, the New Testament obviously is after Christ, but the Bible has predated all of that modern philosophy about um, the benefits of gratitude. It said it a long time ago. Um, in David's book of the Psalms, I always like it. It seems like it's a book of inspiration and blessing and thankfulness to God. David said, Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant, and praise is calmly. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart, and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. Praise is calmly. It's beautiful. The Bible knew that it was good for men to be thankful. A lot of, a lot of religions and, you know, a lot of people want to be happy. And it seems like that includes gratefulness a lot of religions lift gratefulness thankfulness up very high you know like that's one of the good benefits of their religion or not good benefits one of the good qualities to have um, in their religion
And may we also be attentive and understanding to see when others express thankfulness toward us and not be blinded to those things. Probably most of the times it's easy to see, you know, if somebody says thank you. And um, normally you can kind of tell if it's from their heart or not. That's easy to see, and it is nice. But it could, could it be that someone is trying to express it, but we are blinded to it for various reasons because of how um, we think the gratefulness should be shown or because of... Um, because of previous thoughts toward them or attitudes toward them. We need to be open to seeing the gratefulness of others. When we do see that or feel that, we need to be sure to um, be appreciative of it and let them know. Let them know that. You know, sometimes it can be kind of awkward to bless each other and, you know, just say, <laughs> make living obituaries and just say all the good things about someone. Um, but... Maybe something to make that a little bit uh, more, you know, not quite as awkward is for the recipient to return. Like, oh, thank you. I like when, um, I like when good things are said. <laughs> There's many different ways you could say it, I guess. That's kind of a rough way. but <laughs> Something that is way above and beyond just um, returning that thankfulness is initiating it in the first place, from ourselves to the, others, the other person. Another quote from John, John F. Kennedy, we must find, ta- find time to stop and thank the people who make a difference in our lives. So just a couple more questions here at the end. What is beneficial about being thankful? We talked about that some. What, is it, what does thankfulness do for God? What does it do for us? What does it do for others? It blesses God, and it lifts our spirits, and it lifts the spirits of others as well. So something that sparked my interest on this topic was last Sunday when uh, Jonathan talked about, um, well, he read a passage in, was it, no, it wasn't James, somewhere, about um, the nature being, expressing gratitude and, um, it praises God. Nature praises God. And, but then later on it says... Um, actually, I have it here. Romans 1. That's where he was talking. Where he was preaching out of. Because that... This is the verse that I caught my attention. Because that when they knew God, these um, unholy people, they glorified him not as God... Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So they weren't thankful. Is it just because, I mean, just because they weren't thankful, does that make them bad? That was one of the things that, um, I guess, made a difference between them and the good, the good people, or the Christians, that they were not thankful. The unthankful have lost, the unthankful people have lost the basic or the fundamental, maybe one of the most fundamental attitudes of the Christian. So we need to be thankful people and to be joyful and to be thankful. 
to others and to God. So let's come to his courts and into his presence with singing and praise and thanksgiving.